else has social media feed full of posts about no member. As we wrap up the month of November, we are taking this trend right into December. Is anyone else ready for no December? Today we get honest about when to say yes and when to just say no. You're listening to Honest Women, the podcast for every woman who's trying to juggle the relationships, roles, and responsibilities that come with modern womanhood and finding it all just a little harder than she thought it would be. We're your hosts, Andrea Berkeley and Jessica Hutchison, your new besties who just happen to be therapists. And while we believe that life is hard and there's no tip or trick that will solve that, it does get just a little bit easier when we can be real with each other and talk about it honestly. You're listening to Honest Women. Hello, Andrea. Hi, Jessica. It's never going to not be funny. I was saying it actually as I was getting ready this morning. Andrea. 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 I'm telling you, it's going to be memorable if nothing else. How are you today? I'm doing a-okay. A-okay at this moment. You know what? That's good. Yeah. I feel like that happens when we do our podcast. We're podcasting. We are podcasting. I'm feeling really good today too. What do you think that's from? We're both like more chill than we usually are. I have been incorporating meditation into my morning routine. Look at you. I know. So I get up, I have my cup of coffee, and then before I do a morning workout, I have been meditating. That's amazing. This was like the first week that I've had five days straight, and I'm telling you, I mean, this isn't the first time I've done this and then quit doing it and then come back to it. Yep. It works. I love that. I'm trying to do like calming down things in the afternoon or end of the day ideal would be like three o'clock when I'm transitioning from seeing clients to going home and that never happens but I did do something to calm down last night like a little kind of mindfulness sort of not yoga but it was essentially yoga I bought something from Instagram is what I'm trying to say (laughs) I got an Instagram ad I am I am a sucker but but I didn't hate it I I liked it It said it was going to help release my stored up emotions and that it was going to help me get rid of my weight that I can't lose. So I was like, okay. If it made you feel better and it worked, then girl, I am glad you got it. It was worth it. Plus it was like 60% off because I bought it through the ad on Instagram. Every part of my advertising background is like, yep, that's how you get them. I know. Right? I'm a sucker for it every time. The more you spend, the more you save, folks. You Mm -hmm. heard it here. That's <laughs> That's what my husband gets so mad. When so I'm like, this mine. was a this was a deal. He's like, wow, how much did you save? Oh, mine too. So we are in a season where things start to ramp up and everything gets extra and excess. Okay, T minus two days until December. <gasps> I actually got goosebumps as I said that. I don't know why, but I did. Fear response. It's like a total stress response, I think. Yeah. Okay, so there has been this trend on social media. You actually sent it to me because Mm -hmm. as I feel like our listeners now know, we have very different feeds. I know. I'm so curious what's I know. We're going to switch phones one day and then we'll tell you all about it. For sure. It'll be fun. So this was in my feed. I saw a lot of women. I tend to be in the therapist, mental health, new mom, parenting, marriage feed. Okay. And I saw a lot of posts about November saying no to everything as the goal of November, which I was kind of like, yes, queen, do that. 
you know. As my daughter says, slay queen. Yes. I just, I thought this is the perfect time of year to learn how to say no and to say no as a default because there's just so much. There's a lot. And as an extrovert, it is hard for me to say no during this time of year and to evaluate what I do and do not want to attend. When I hear what is coming up on your calendar, first of all, I'm like, I am deeply unpopular compared to you. Yes, I am. I'm like, damn, really? Like, how do you even know that many people? And how are all of them having parties? All of them. And in different combinations. And I'm sure some of the same people are going to be at the same party. 100%. Yeah. But it's just like, wow, damn, that's a lot. But I, I can even in my own way feel that sense of like, it's another thing. It's another thing. It's another thing. And we start to have conflicts on the calendar and you go, oh shit, how am I going to do this and that? There's overlapping things. Mm. This is one of the only times in the year that I have overlapping or you get multiple invites on the same day. So I have a funny story for you. Mm Mm-hmm. So this morning, I'm getting ready, and I bought, because you know I have some parties to go to, so I bought a couple formal kind of cocktail dresses for a ridiculously good price. Like, ridiculously, okay? Also, it's kind of like you have to keep them because you can't return them ridiculously good price, right? Right. Um, Shout out to Lulu's. I love Lulu's. I love Lulu's. Lulu's should sponsor this podcast. I agree. The amount of Lulu's dresses in my closet. Okay, so I got these two dresses, knowing that... They may or may not fit, but that was the last size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I put on one dress and I kid you not, I was stuck in it for like five minutes. What? <laughs> I, no. I could not for the life of me figure out how to get out of this dress. Like I'm hopping around in my bathroom no, trying to get my arm out. Like it was. You're like contorting a oh, little bit. Totally. I'm like, do Ooh. I rip it? And then I'm still questioning if I can wear uh, Also, yes. Also, you are a t- tiny human like I this must have been a child-sized dress that you were you are a tiny human so I I'm actually like I kind of love the fact that this this really this experience this traumatic experience (laughs) can reach all of the women because I know the worst is when you're like in a dressing room and you're like what do I do like like I live I live in this now Especially if you don't want it, that you're trying to like I'm dislocate like, have your to shoulder to get out this dress <gasps> to get out. So my husband's on a call downstairs. I don't even know what he could hear. I mean, it was like fuck, fuck, shit, shit. Like there's thump, sequins thump, flying thump, everywhere sure. in the bathroom. I mean, it was a thing. But the the best part was, I, it's like sitting on my floor in my closet, and I'm like, huh. So can I wear that? You're totally gonna wear that as long as you can like pee easily. Like you should still wear. It. Was it cute? It's really cute, but it's sequins, so sequins don't stretch they as do much. They do not give. No they don't give. give. That's the problem, and I like some give. So I don't know. To be determined, my okay. friends, if this dress gets worn, show. and I will for show. sure send a picture of the dress that I will likely be like stuck in, <laughs> should I choose to wear it. <laughs> I want to see you in this dress, like driving to pick up, sleeping, working out because you cannot get out of it. Like you just, and you it's just like gold and black, like sparkle. Yeah, back to slay queen. 
Yes, I love this. Yeah. I know. I really need to put it on for my daughter because she will be like, "Do not wear that, mom," or she'll be like, "Slay queen." Yeah, he'll be one you never of the know. Two. Okay, so getting back to this whole idea of when to say yes and when to say no, I will say I was sitting with a group of friends. We were talking about when to say yes and when to say no, and it went on even further to say, "Okay, well, what if somebody has already said yes, mm. then gets another invite, mm. and then either." cancels on you or says, well, we're also going to do this after committing to your party. So we're Mm -hmm. sitting there talking and I loved it because they literally were like, can you please talk about this on your podcast? Yes. Yes, I can. And it's really good timing as we're going in to November, right? You heard it here. We're stretching it out. We're stretching it out. We were late on the trend, but now we're late. we make our own trend. <laughs> I'm often late. So, you know, this comes as no surprise. Mm-hmm. So here's where I want to start is what are some of the barriers that we go through? And what I like about this is I naturally am pretty extroverted. You're naturally pretty introverted. Mm-hmm. So our barriers are different totally when it comes to receiving an invite. So what are some of the reasons that you hesitate to say no? Okay. First, I struggle to say yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, actually, that's a lie. First, I go, yes. I get so excited. Uh, I love being invited. I have a vision that I'm going to want to go to this thing. I'm just like, introverts are just like anybody else. We want to go to parties. We want to be invited. Oh, yeah, parties. You know, yeah, it's fun. So it's like, oh my gosh, something fun. Then as we get closer to the day, I'm like, uh-oh, I'm not wanting to do this pretty much 90% of the time. And then I've already backed myself in a corner. So I am that person, not who gets two invites. I, I mean, maybe that happens, but where I'm like, how do I not go to this? You're a backer outer. I, I'm not. So then I like, then oh. I like, I'm hard on myself. I'm like, you gotta go, Andrea, you gotta go. Um, and then usually, you know, I have to pat myself up. I'm like, you always are happy you went, but I'm also like a little anxious. I'm also like a lot tired and I try not to back out of plans because I feel guilty. So that's a lot of times I start with a yes. I then dread for like however many days are between my yes and then that event. And then a lot of times I go, even if I realize that I've screwed myself, even if I realize that I'm too tired or some stuff has come up or whatever, because I feel guilty backing out. I don't want to be a backer router. I don't like when other people do that to me. Okay. Why? I'm, I, I just want to stay there for one minute because it's important. Why do you feel guilty if you yeah. back out? So like I said, I don't like when other people do that to me. And sometimes if, you know, you kind of get one person back out and then like five people back out. Oh, that's and then just something, mean. Well, yeah. You know I what I mean? Well, if it's it, the same totally. group. Right. So like, let's say that we were planning on doing something that's just small. And if one person's like, oh, it's been a really long week. And then everyone else is like, yeah, me too. Because that's true. It always has been. It's always been a really long week. But if I kind of pumped up to we're going to do this, or especially yes. if you've put some gone shopping and you've set a menu or even just ordered some food or you cleaned your house and then people are like, no, I'm not going to come or whatever. I don't know. I think it can kind of like hurt your feelings. I agree. Also be annoying. I agree. 
also be a relief just to be fair. Cause then like, again, even if I set the plans and they're at my place, a lot of times I'm like, man, whew. And so if someone cancels, there's a part of me that's relieved and a part of me that's rejected. It's a great time is what I'm trying to say. But you can hold both feelings in the same moment, right? I, I mean, not gracefully. No, I'm like, no, there's nothing graceful about no, it. No, I just ping and pong back, back and forth. I'm like, oh, thank God they canceled. And then I'm like, I can't believe they canceled. Rejection, 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 right. abandonment, 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 all totally. the things. Okay, yeah. so that is common for both of us mm-hmm. is it not wanting to upset somebody yeah. or hurt somebody's feelings, which mm-hmm. then can lead to saying yes when you otherwise truly want to say no. Oh, you know what else? Ooh, I what? just Okay, so I am afraid of not being asked in the future. That's a common one. I've heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. And especially if you've already said no before. And a lot of times it's for a different reason. I was sick. I really couldn't go. Well, now if I say no, I'm off the list. Right. No one wants to be off the list. Yeah, they're throwing you out. You're off the bus. I want to be on the list always. I don't want to go, but I know that that's like a, (laughs) that's an issue. You'll eventually be off the list. It's true. And then be upset that you're off the list, even though you never went to the event. Okay, so another barrier I feel or have seen is I want to attend something and my partner doesn't. Mm-hmm. So we're a little bit different in that where I'm pretty extroverted. My husband's more introverted. He'll yeah. go. He can hang. Every introvert can go and hang and be a super fun, great time. Right. And that I see play out a lot during this time of year. That can cause a lot of marital distress Mm -hmm. for everybody where it's, well, I really want to go and you need to come with me, but I don't want to go. Why do I have to come with you? Which I think brings up a whole broader thing. Well, especially if your levels of tolerance are really different. So when you as an extrovert who wants to say yes to almost everything are are overloaded, your more introverted partner who's like, look, every time we go to an event, my life source is drained a little bit may really have been like way past his point. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Then you're like, oh, so like, how do we manage this? Like you don't do things you don't want to do because you don't do things that I want to do because you don't want to do them. Like, is that how we work now? It's a big one. Are there things that we can, as a couple, give each other a pass and say, listen, I know this isn't your thing. There are certain things that you can't, Mm -hmm. but there are some things where it's why do we have to drag somebody else along? or be dragged along when we don't want to be there. Yeah. And again, the number of events that could meet that description are really high during November, December, because every group of people is trying to get together. And that means some groups of people you don't want to be a part of probably. Yes. You know? Yes. It's like, hey, we don't see you most of the rest of the year for a reason. And uh, now we have a holiday party. So there's that. I don't want to. Right. I think disclaimer here, there are things that we have to do or should do in a partnership. Work events, Mm -hmm. whether you want to be there or not, you probably should accompany your partner. Things like that. Guess what, everybody? You need to go to family dinner (laughs) like for the holiday. Right. Another bad look. 
if you don't show up look if you don't so I want to throw that out I'm not talking about our Thanksgiving dinners you know any other holiday events that we have I'm talking about the social stuff so you brought up family dinner I think that this leads to this is the zone where like in family things extended family things the stuff that comes up every year maybe some big personalities and histories are involved sometimes we're not worried about somebody like feeling bad we're worried about friggin backlash Ooh, speak more to that backlash well it's like you know i can't say no to x y or z because my mother mother-in-law father father-in-law uncle bob aunt sue like aunt sue will throw a fit you know, mm-hmm. she's like, yes. Aunt Susan B. But everyone feels entitled to claim a time during the holiday season. And sometimes saying no can lead to some shit. This is true. So I think we struggle to say no to those things. And then you're like, well, I have to go to all this stuff I don't want to go to. So I want to say yes to everything that sounds fun. <laughs> and then you end up really overdone. It stretches you, right? Okay, so I want to speak to the whole multiple invitations on the same day. Okay. Because this one's a hard one. My daughter actually educated me on (laughs) social etiquette, which uh, clearly at 40 I should know, but don't. Um, I don't. I think she took a class. I don't know. I was out of town. But essentially, from a social etiquette standpoint, you should respond to the invite that you received first. And Mm. if you already committed to an event on the same day, from an etiquette standpoint, I'm not saying it's the right thing for everybody, but from an etiquette standpoint, you should go to that party and not pack out because you've had a better invite. Yeah. But what if it's a lot better though? I know. Or what if you have extended family or family or just whatever that they claim like every friggin' minute of December? Well, what do you that I feel like is different because you're not getting an evite. Like, is it that mm. more tradition? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes you get summoned. You're getting summoned, summoned to the house. I don't want to be summoned anywhere. <laughs> well, plenty of people feel like they're getting summoned. That is like, <laughs> you shall arrive when I say you arrive. You know, that I don't know. Makes this is everything hard. in my body reject whatever uh-huh. event that is if I was summoned. Uh, I know. And yet many people find themselves in that, you know, you can't say no type situation. So this is hard because at a time where there's going to be a lot of conflict between events, it's like, really? Am I bound to the evite that was sent out three or four or six weeks ahead of time? Not because- unless you said yes. Ah, well, then you shouldn't say yes to anything. I agree. You so should it, be that you, person. I agreed. Well, 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 I don't agree. See, I, I know. know it's hard. This is also why you always need to include an RSVP by date. Yeah. And don't be yeah. the jerk who does an RSVP because it really is rude. Even though I've been that person, but I always apologize. I am so sorry that I didn't yeah. because it is just rude. Okay. for To the people who are out there like me who perpetually <laughs> does not RSVP, some of us just have a really overloaded email box. And like when I do not RSVP, it's not because I'm waiting for a better deal. Like I missed your email. That's why. So what you're saying is you do I'm get invited is- to a lot of parties. No, I don't. I get a bunch of dumb emails about kids' activities, and I just get swamped. With yeah, that well, stuff. kids' things are hard, right? Like that one is a hard one when it's kids versus yours. Right. You know those right. type of events. I have had multiple birthday party invite mm-hmm. on the same day, and it's, we have that's so painful. That one's a hard one, and usually if it is 
one of my children's absolute best friends or some, you know, they hang out with mm-hmm. a lot. We already know about it. It's on the calendar beforehand. So it hasn't right. been a conflict, yeah. but we have gone with, you know, you already committed to this birthday party. Mm-hmm. And so, and we already accepted that invite. Right. We're not going to do the two. And I know, and we reframe it though, from a standpoint of, okay, if it was your birthday party and this friend of yours already said, yes, they're coming and then came back and said, well, actually I have to leave early to go to another birthday party. Right. How would you feel? Well, that's why you don't say, actually, I have to leave early to go to another birthday party. I can't tell my 10 year old to lie. Well, I don't say you lie. I just say you omit. Nobody (laughs) needs all that information about you. I mean, some of these things are very long. Do you need to go to like a seven hour family commitment? Can you not go to part? Is this what we're saying? No. Also, I don't think I've ever been invited to a seven hour party. So I will put that caveat. A lot of parties that I have, there's no, there's a start time, but not an end time, which then allows for a little bit of Mm -hmm. movement, right? You can Mm -hmm. show up late. You can leave early. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am, I, I'm not proud of this, but I am really good at being a Houdini and just bouncing out of somewhere mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. want to answer the questions. Again, yeah. total avoidance. It's not black and white here. Right, right. But it is, I think there's some events where you really have to say, did I already commit to it? And how is this person going to feel if I leave to go elsewhere? And again, right. if it's an acquaintance, one thing, when it's a really good friend. Yeah. Well, different. and if it's a big open party, I think that's a lot different than a sit-down dinner. Oh, you know? agree. If you've committed to a 10-person sit-down dinner and you get an invitation to something else, like you probably just need to say no. And to be fair, we can sit in the discomfort of being disappointed. Yes, we can. Sometimes we go, oh man, I can't believe I missed that because I already committed to something else. We can live with that. And sometimes we can let ourselves off the hook because what we think is I have to say yes to both of these people, both of these events for any of the reasons we mentioned above. I Sometimes like, man, wouldn't it be a relief to just be like, you can only do one thing today. Yes. Actually, it can be very freeing if you already have though committed to something mm-hmm. and you get another invite. It does give you the opportunity to say, I'm so sorry, I've already committed to something that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does sound kind of like a relief. Right? Yeah. I do though want to just ask... Uh oh. So for some people <laughs> showing up, is it not better in some circumstances? Like, let's just say that there are people in your circle, right? But they're not your inner circle. They're like your acquaintance circle. They're like your community circle. I don't know. You're not my favorite, <laughs> but well, is it just me? Okay. You're not my favorite. We're yes. not close, have, have but we're those, part of yep. the same community. Mm-hmm. So I want to show up at your thing to say, hey, thanks for the invite. Our kids go to school together or we live in the same place or we go to the same club or whatever. You want to show up and show your face and say, hey, we have this level of connection that's, you know, a few rings removed. And um, I just want to show up for a little minute and say like, hey, thanks so much. Give a hug and a squeeze. And this is so nice. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, little Johnny did such a good job at the Christmas play. And then you sneak out the back door. Is that not allowed? And then you go to somewhere else that you want to go? I think in that instance, it's totally allowed. Funny, as you're talking about it, that would be an event I would be more opt to say no to. There are events that I, my heart says no, 
but my my sense of social, you know, social mm-hmm. things says yes. There are plenty of things that we say, I don't really want to do this, but we should go. And and I mm-hmm. don't think that that's totally wrong. No. Both my husband and I are introverted. Both of us, we're worn out. And our default would be to say no to everything. <laughs> so we go, our values are, we want to be part of a community. We want to be connected to people. We do want to have fun. We want to have relationships. We want that to benefit our kids. So my values say, you've got to say yes to some things that you might otherwise say no to. I agree with you on that. I also think in that example, you're not going to upset anybody because it's right. there's different expectations. So there's an interesting thing in what you just said, two things that I want to point out. One is we really, we can consider how someone else will feel, but maybe your Aunt Sue makes a big fucking deal about everything and you're like, well, Aunt Sue's going to be mad. Well, she's going to be mad. Exactly. Okay? And we don't have to make all of our decisions based on someone else's reactivity, based on someone else's sensitivity, based on someone else's like wild expectation. It's okay to... Think about, that's empathy, how somebody else might feel. However, it's not your responsibility to take away that person's feelings of disappointment. And I just want to pause on disappointment for a minute because the amount of people that I hear on a daily basis say, I don't want to disappoint somebody. First off, and somebody being disappointed that you're not there is actually a good thing. It means they like you. If they're not disappointed that you're not going to be there, they don't like you very much. The opposite would be true. They're happy you said no. Also, I don't want you to feel disappointed. Well, that's my right. I have a right to feel disappointed. And don't you take that away from me. Yeah, we cannot manage other people's feelings all the time. The second thing is you're probably not that important. That is so true. I'm not trying to be mean to your soul. I'm just saying that in the vast majority of situations, especially around the holidays, where it's like all the ladies from the second grade are getting together, or hey, our high school besties are getting together. I don't have high school besties, by the way. (laughs) Someone will probably be like, oh man, when you say you're not going to go. But like, I don't know that the sun rises and sets on us the way that we think it does. I don't, I don't think we destroy people. If my inability, because a lot of times it's just inability to be in two places at once destroys you. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry you feel that way. But I just think most of the time, you know, we agonize over what do I do? I've got this conflict. And the truth is like, if someone notices, if they think about the fact that you're not there, they'll be like, oh man. And then they just move on. I think our lives are better when we realize we're like just not that important to everybody else. Here's the best line that I've ever heard is you're not the main character in other people's stories. Oh, it's so true. You're not the main character. And how often are we making ourselves the main character in their story? We're just not. And I think we can relieve a lot of stress by reminding ourselves of that. So you got two invitations on the same day. Okay, navigate that. And the world's not going to end. It's going to be okay. You can choose based on like the degree of closeness that you have. You can choose based on the relationship. Yes, you might choose with a little bit of management in mind. The lesser of two evils. Is the fallout going to be worse than actually attending? Or is attending going to be worse than the fallout? Right, or does there need to be a boundary set here? And we say, 
Unfortunately, every time you summon us to our house, we are not available. That's what I like to remind people. It's an invitation, not a summons. Okay, so how can we say no? I think we have differing views on this. I am all for honesty. However, Mm -hmm. not with anybody and everybody. So if Mm -hmm. we're talking about this, you know, community-based event where there's a lot of people, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying when it's your friends, like your close friends, when it's close family members, when it's people that you can trust. I am all for being honest. And I just did this not too long ago where I was supposed to attend something after a very long day of sessions in my office and sent a message to everybody. It was a small group event and said, I'm sorry, I can't because Mm -hmm. I have nothing left to give today. I can't listen and I can't talk and I need to just go home, be with my family and go to bed as Mm -hmm. soon as they do. Mm -hmm. And what was really awesome about it is every single person was unbelievably supportive. Oh, I love that. Like there was a little cheerleading in it where it Mm -hmm. was like, I am so happy you chose you tonight. And I can't help but think about how different the response would have been if I just said, sorry, guys, I thought I was going to be able to, but I can't. Well, that makes so much sense. And you're giving, you're modeling, checking in with yourself. You're giving other people permission to check in with themselves. I think that's beautiful. It's based on the situation. I like to look back at, like, it really depends on, again, the relationship and the patterns. I say less is more. I just want to remind everyone that, like, I don't like justifying, arguing, defending, or explaining. And I think explaining is the one that I'm more apt to bend on. You offer a loving insight into your own life because of the safety and the closeness of the relationship. That's beautiful. Uh, There's nothing better than saying, I wish I could come. I love you so much. I was wishing I was spending this time with you. Unfortunately, I can't. But my favorite thing is, unfortunately, we won't be able to attend. Thank you for the invite. That's it. Yeah. If you want to say, oh, unfortunately, we've got a conflict that night. Or unfortunately, we've got another event. I think the problem with giving too much explanation is that sometimes you feel like you have to have a really good reason to say no. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. don't. Mm-mm. You don't. You could Mm-mm. just be tired. Why not say, unfortunately, I can't attend. It has been such a long week. I'm just exhausted. Like I would say that to somebody that I was texting with or calling. I would not write that on an e-bike. Oh gosh, I just no. don't That'd think be that everyone weird. is, yeah, I just don't think that yeah. everyone's privy to my information. Well, e I think are different too. You could easily just check yes or no. Right. Or nope. be the maybe person, which I got to be honest, I really dislike the maybes, even though I've been one before. But I will usually just say no and then sidebar, hey, I hope I can, but here's what's going on that day. Maybe it's hard if you're trying to headcount people. It it is. I also think that sometimes a very brief no is important when you're setting a boundary with someone. Someone who's going to argue with you, someone who pushes past your no, someone who challenges your autonomy, they will declare when an event is and then you must show up Mm -hmm. and there is Mm -hmm. no option with that person. I think it's really good to say Ooh, thanks for the invite. Unfortunately, we can't attend. And then just zip your lips. Don't say anything else because it's not a debate. And that's asserting I get to choose. Would that be weird with your best friend? Yeah, don't do that with your best friend. Come on. We all know this, right? That would be weird. But with someone who's pushing your boundaries. To all the women listening who have or have not seen the recent November trend, we encourage you to take this whole no right into December. And we hope today's honest conversation gives you permission to do what feels best for you this next month. 
Thank you for listening to another Honest Women episode. Want to make this conversation a part of your daily life? And let's be honest, who doesn't? Don't forget to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you know a woman who could use a little more honest conversation in her life, please share this podcast with a friend. And you may have noticed this new episode just dropped on a Tuesday. So join us moving forward every Tuesday for a little bit more honest conversation. If you have any ideas for show topics, please send us an email at hello at honestwomenpodcast.com. Until next time, hang in there, ladies.